Hi, I'm Cynthia McKinney, and when I want to get educated, I listen to Renegade Culture. What's happening? Renegade Culture is in the building. Renegade. Come on, what's good? I'm doing excellent. Everything's good. How you feeling, my brother? Man, I'm live and direct. You know where we at? We are at the mighty Playback Sound Studio. Playback. Yes. Playback. And this is episode 21. It's 21? 21. Wow, we 21 are... Forever. So what's your name? Echo? Are you? Uh, I mean, she started right yes. in though. Yes. Why she there start we go. right in? Yes. Why she start this, right in? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of guest we need. No, right it's in. not. It's not. Echo. I like to let him. I like to let him take the lead at first, give him little big ups, oh, and then man. I just take over the show nah. midway through. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's how I like that's to play it. Good. That's how I like that's to play excuse. it. Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Elijah John Chang with my co-host Echo. And we have a special guest. On that note, on that note, we do have a special guest there. We do. Yes, yeah, someone still, who takes still, still, still. no. I know. I, I'm still doing it. Yes, oh, it's damn. okay. It's okay. I've been trying to get them stopped for 20 episodes. Someone who <laughs> takes no, no, no trash. Take, right? Takes no trash. Someone who doesn't play foods like no. Is it someone who doesn't? Um, cater to fools lightly or something like that. What's that? What's the saying? I, that, something that's like, saying something like that. Before my time, yeah. but okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyway, someone who gave you a new name. So, yes. uh, someone is. who is. Go ahead. <laughs> what you gonna say, bro? Six time, U.S. Congresswoman. That's right. Uh, <laughs> former presidential candidate for the Green Party. Oh, that's yes. right. That's right. That's right. Best hair in the business, Afro. according to the Capitol. They Afro. like, we don't they like love, the hair. They love the Afro pictures. They yes. love the Afro pictures. The, 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 the sister who made Rumsfeld stutter like Kamau is right now. Kamau never stutter. Kamau never stutter. And uh, it was some years ago in the Balkans that that took place. It's my understanding that it continues to take place. And Is that, that right? Yes. Well, if you can I'm, give me information to I'm that effect. I'm sure you we will. are interested in all of the information that I have, and I'll be more than happy to provide it to Good. you. Good. Thank you. But I would also like to get information from you. Okay. For example, the information We're, that I just requested about who has those contracts. Ladies and gentlemen. The one. We have a direct. The only. With. Cynthia. McKinney. Yo. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, we got my man Knocker on the booth over there. Knocker, quiet. Knock it off, Knocker. You know what I'm saying? Knocker been busting some moves. He got his bowl here. I don't know what's oh, going we on. Do the bowl thing again. Later on, we got a Nick. We got a segment called Knocker's Nonsense. So in a little while, oh, we, we, yeah. pick, we pick a question pick, out the bowl. Don't ask oh. yeah, yeah, you gonna pick yeah. a question. Out, I don't. Okay. You, Knocker don't thought he was spicing things up. He thought he was spicing things okay. up with yeah. his, his questions yeah. in the bowl. That works for me. Yes, so he's a part-time chef. Anyway. We're going to be, uh, we got a whole lot to talk about tonight. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Our black president is in the building tonight. True. true. You know what I'm saying? And we're not talking about Obama or nope. Osama. Nope. But anyway, <laughs> we are here. And, um, you know, like I said, there's a lot going on this week. We're not going to be talking about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. We're not going to be talking about. There was about, some shoe uh, throwing, though, right? There was some shoe throwing. There was throwing. some shoe throwing okay, going I on. I heard there's some shoe Cardi, throwing. Cardi, I said we weren't going to talk about it. Do you want to talk about no, it? No, no, I just remember. Like, I, didn't, I didn't read the full thing. I know you was all up in it because you like to gossip. Yes, so. you know me. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I know you had, like. You I know. mean, whenever I see any of your ex girlfriends yeah. brawling. Oh! I have to look into that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we had this show. Oh. I don't want to be getting uh, You know, you see, this is what I got to put on. That one hurt. I know, yeah, I got to put on. I want to know what's going on. It was, you know, it was Mickey Minaj. You know, Mickey Minaj. He changed his name. I can't remember her name. It's all good. 
whoever she is. <laughs> the one night thing was Mickey. She Mickey. 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 Anyway, we live and direct. Mickey's not here or Nikki. But anyway, we're going to be talking about uh, a number of different things politically. Mm-hmm. It's a lot going on in America. It's a lot going on in the state of Georgia. It's a lot of black candidates. It's a lot of uh, candidates that look black. And, um, oh, damn, you know, that is sponsored by others. So we're going to get into a little bit of all that. We're going to talk about what's going on internationally. That's right. You know what I mean? Some of these folks who have been persecuted, who yeah. don't get too much uh, play. Yeah. But yeah, here yeah, Renegade yeah. culture, we make it happen. So to all our renegades out there watching us on Facebook, you know what I mean? We live and direct on Facebook tonight. I forgot. I got to be, I got to get more up. I got to get my good side going. Yeah, you good side going? Oh, you got good yourself, side. Watch yourself. Yeah. Come on, I got this fresh shirt on. With the How y'all doing? How y'all doing out yes. there? Yes. 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 So we're going to be right back at you in a few seconds. Renegades, let, tell a friend, let another friend know that um you're live with the plug. Renegade Coaching. Attention all artists, podcasters, photographers, videographers, actors, directors, musicians, DJs, and event planners. There's only one spot in downtown Atlanta that can satisfy your everyone in need. Playback Sound Studio, located at 675 Metropolitan Parkway, Suite 4088 in downtown Atlanta. The one-stop shop multiplex, giving you quality sound, equipment rentals, great rates in a safe and comfortable environment. Playback Sound Studio. Contact us for equipment rental or to book your next session at 678-768-9881 or 678-330-5434. Playback Sound Studio. Evoking emotions through sound. What's happening, y'all? We back again. Yes, it's Renegade Culture back in the studio, working hard for you, trying to do what's right. Look, they're looking for me to now repeat things that Kalaji says. Just oh, man, because I let my man take there. the lead. Yeah, I so understand. So on a couple of I things. I like your new name. I just thought it was fair. You know what? We know what? We're going we're gonna to start this whole thing all over again. Can wow. we get back to our host? We're going to rewrite history. Can we get back to our host? Not our host. Our our host. You don't care about our host. I know. I'm like, oh, hey, like, oh Can we get back to our host? Oh, Who was discombobulated. Our host? Yes. <laughs> anyway, we live and direct with our, with, our, with our soul sister, Cindy McKinney. Dr. Cindy McKinney. You are now a doctor, correct? Yes. Tell us what your PhD is in. Leadership and change. Uh, so well, I have studied leadership mm-hmm. theory and try to apply it as well mm-hmm. and also change theory. Okay. And of course, that's what we all want so desperately yes. Yes. is yeah. change. Yes. yes. That's a good. That's and good. we need leadership. Yeah. A lot yeah. of folks need, um, that's right. are quite confused. We desperately need leadership. Yeah. 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 So um, what, what's, what's going on? What are some of the things, um, you know, first of all, before we say what's going on, you know, there are some folks, there's a lot of new movements. Um, I think uh, I first met you in 2004. And the first time we met, it was around a campaign with Bernard Bird and the brother who was lynched down in mm. Coweta County. Yeah. And yeah, I remember. then from there, I think it was the Captain Johnston case um, yes. and so many other things. And I can say that as a congresswoman, she is not just, I, I don't, I'm going to be real, I don't yeah. like politicians for the most mm-hmm. part. But she's, definitely one of a less than a handful that I rock with because of the fact that you actually see her not only in the Capitol, but you'll see her in the hood, mm-hmm. in Bankhead, in, you know, not Buckhead, but Bankhead, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's a, a real cool thing. Um, what Tell the, the youth, the people that's um, checking us out, give us a little bit of your background and history because of the fact that we really can't do it justice because of the fact that no one knows you better than you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, I always like to tell every time I see you Kalanji you know I actually Kalanji is my leader Uh-oh. and oh, that's, um, that's poor leadership but I <laughs> no, leave that alone. this is, this uh, is quintessential leadership <laughs> that's right two people smart at this table tonight. and so <laughs> I 
I saw, I saw, I was in the Congress and I saw this FTP, 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 feeding people, doing everything, moving in the community, making documentaries, doing everything, mm. FTP. I said, I want some of this FTP. Mm. I want to support FTP. So I uh, call FTP to come to the congressional office and I say, okay, you know, I really, I, I, I want to support you guys and I'm in desperate need of a website and I know that's what you do. So mm -hmm. let's talk about how we can collaborate so that you can work for the congressional office and put a, a, a slamming website together oh, wow. for the congressional okay. office. I never heard anything back from them. Well, there you go, folks. That's I never the, heard anything that's back. That's the kind of leadership that Kalaji you know, provides. And, and, and you know what Kalaji told me? He said, we thought you were the FBI trying to sell us. I mean, I mean, it's like. <laughs> well, these two are paranoia. Get your, I was. You lose I was. jobs. No, you lose but jobs. they were absolutely right, yeah, though, yeah, because yeah. the. But what that shows is that there's a complete disconnect between the members of Congress who are there to represent. Mm hmm organizations and groups like FTP. Yeah, right. And, um, and you immediately get suspicious of them before you start they, to trust them. Yeah, That's yeah, right, 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 that's right. Right, right, right. And, and it's like, we, we knew who you were, but at the same time, we didn't think it was you. Somebody, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, yeah, like, send a on the website like, Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Passing that Heineken over there, man. We, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go have a drink. <laughs> well, when you came into the Congress, I mean, you, you did you have, I know your father, right, was a longtime elected official yes, also. Yes, that's right. Did you grow up, do you feel like with politics that were sort of close to your neighborhood, close to the street, did you learn that from your, your father or from your, your family? How did, you, yeah. how did you develop your politics? Well, I mean, I, I would have to say that that was a gift that was given to me by my father, you mm -hmm. know, the whole consciousness and everything. And um, so you've got sort of like a high, very high level of politics going on inside your home. Mm -hmm. So people are talking about, uh, for example, today they're talking about the FBI and the FISA warrants and the Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, all of this stuff spying on the Trump campaign. Well, the FBI was spying on black people mm -hmm. all the time, right? right, right. Uh, ever since, in, for, in terms of documentation, we've got the first... A documented spying on black people was against Marcus Garvey. Garvey. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, I, 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 it was in my home, you know, like the people we live up on the hill and at the bottom of the hill is the, the car. Yeah, yeah. And um, they're there. Uh, my mother is on the phone. She hangs up the phone. She decides, okay, I need to call again someplace. And she picks back up the phone. And what does she hear? She hears the conversation she just ended mm. being played back on the phone. So you talk about surveillance, uh, physical surveillance, wiretap surveillance. I've lived that. Mm -hmm. So COINTELPRO for me is not just a word. It's not just a phenomenon. It's the way I grew up. Mm -hmm. Right. And so why didn't did you... Was it natural for you then to run for Congress, you think? Or was there a hesitancy because you knew... I mean, we're going to talk a little bit more about like deep state activity and and sort of the the way in which the the, the government apparatus is meant to sort of oppress and suppress mm -hmm. black people. Mm -hmm. You could have chose to say, "I'm not going to work in that system," even though my father did. What made you? What got to you to make the decision? Like, I'm going to try to do something within this system. Well, the only um, <clears throat> candidate 
who was neither a Democrat nor a Republican, who got who was able to get on the ballot, um, was my father. That's mm-hmm. uh, so a little bit of history that um, might come into play because right, I'm right. about to join with the Libertarian Party to that's in the process of filing a lawsuit against the state of Georgia for the signature requirement mm-hmm. because if you can't believe it or not, um, these independent political parties still have difficulty getting on the ballot. It's not like it is in New York or it's not like it is in um, California down here in Georgia where the uh, signature requirement is onerous. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that, of course, uh, limits the choice of the voters. Well, anyway, so um, I became involved in all of that because I was fighting with my dad went all the way to the Supreme Court to fight for the opportunity for black voters to actually be able to elect their candidate of choice. Mm -hmm. And what happened was then after you engage in the fight, then nobody puts their name on the line in order to run. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my dad ran, and that's how he uh, occupies that little bit of Georgia history. Um, So the same thing happened when I was in the Georgia legislature. We fought, we fought, we fought, we fought so that the Georgia delegation that was in uh, Congress could look like Georgia, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, as it turned out, again, nobody wanted to run. And so since my time was ending in the Georgia legislature because I represented uh, what I call malapportionments. Mm-hmm. Right. Those were uh, state representative districts that were created solely for the purpose of maintaining a white majority in the Fulton delegation. Mm-hmm. And as such, they were uh, being outlawed by the Voting Rights Act. So I uh, basically didn't have any place else to go and was quite frankly very happy to go and pursue my PhD, which is something I've been working on for, you know, like I did an interview yesterday and the uh, young lady who was interviewing me for California Magazine said, well, uh, you went to to Berkeley. I said, well, I was accepted into Berkeley. <laughs> but I, there was always something else that came up. And in the end, I decided to run when um, very, very few others mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would do so. No, we're happy you did because you represented a real politics that I think for those of us who had radical politics on the outside, we didn't see for a long time until you were in that office. I mean, you stood up for things that folks were scared to say, folks wouldn't say. They may have whispered it or said it behind closed doors, but they always wanted to look good in front of that camera for what they thought was the mainstream opinion. Um, And you you stood out there when nobody would. And I think there's always going to be great respect and love and admiration for you because you did stuff that that we always want our elected officials to do. Right, right. right. What they're supposed to do. I tried this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you did what we would think that the Congressional Black Caucus would do. But, of course, that they fall short uh, all the damn time. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) um, we was talking earlier, and I was talking about how the first time I caught Windover was – when you were on C-SPAN and you were talking about the, the whole Afghanistan situation. Oh, yeah. Was dropping the bombs and the food with the same color packaging. How did that, um, how did that go? I mean, what, what, was the, um, what was the atmosphere after you challenged 
the the state live on mm. international television? How did that run? And then, of course, you came <coughs> back again and stuck your foot so far up Roosevelt <laughs> and his breath smelled like the bottom of your shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, how, I mean, what? How did they deal with you, or how did how were you? You know. Yeah, well, there was a strategy that was um, devised in order to deal with me. And we can talk about that, which is why you call me former congresswoman instead of the current congresswoman, mm -hmm. because I just didn't accept those limits. I, I, I thought that I was a representative of the people, and I was charged to guard <coughs> and protect my constituents first, and then the larger U.S. constituency, and then the larger global community. And um, the sad fact is that there are limiting factors that... Well, you can choose to, well, you make choices, and you can choose to accept those limitations and abide by their dictates, or you become a former member. <laughs> and uh, so there was, I mean, you know, I just. Were there were some moments when anybody called you in your room and said, look, Cynthia. Oh, yeah, you yeah, chill, yeah. Or blah, 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 or this is what's going to happen. Oh, no, 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 no. I was um, called into the room and made offers. Like, I was told I could. Um, Okay, um, <clears throat> I was told you can be a member of Congress forever. You can get on mm. the cover of Time and Newsweek. We will celebrate you, um, but you've got to do, we want you to do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the this that they wanted me to do was basically to lie about the country of Sudan. Mm. And um, so it comes to the point where I know why Sudan has been balkanized. Mm -hmm. I know who did it. I know why they did it. And everything that they said was a lie. Mm -hmm. wow. Seems interesting because I, I feel like your history, you got more on the bad side of, let's say, the deep state or forces that be, a lot of times because of your international stances. That's correct. Even more so than like <coughs> your national stances or domestic stances. That's correct. It was like you were pointing out things around U.S. foreign policy yes. that folks didn't want to hear. That's right. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. right. You're listening to renegade culture. You know what? You know I, I, I know how special you are? He's on his best behavior. <laughs> I've never seen him like this, so subdued. He's trying to put on his big boy voice. You know what I'm saying? Not, not even like a curse word out of him so far. Nothing. Look at him. Let me tell you something, man. It's like he's sitting next to like like some some like person he respects like, most like, in life. Like, like, like I told you. <laughs> We, we, we've been in the streets together. And oh. I'm, I'm going to tell a story about That's her father right. when we come back, mm -hmm. about how her father had to check somebody out, some, yes. some preacher at an event we did and her father was a way better cursor than me you know what I'm <laughs> yes saying? that's right man he, man he was saying some words I was like oh man take that, <laughs> that down right there and I was so glad I was thank you Mr. Thank you. yes 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 I'm glad you know. yeah, yeah. he's talking about he said F you yeah, yeah you yeah. Rev, yeah. that's right he was on my side yeah. not your so, side so it was like he, he, he helped to open the floodgate for me I'm like, oh, I could cuss preachers out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was on from there. Anyway, you listen to Renegade Culture, where we can say FTP tonight stands for... What does it stand for, brother? F the president. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You got one in. <laughs> no doubt. But he was even nicer. He said F. You couldn't use the full word. You're I so, said F. I'm trying so to be sweet. calm for now. It's going so to slip out as we begin to talk. Did right you want to know the theme song? You want to hear the theme song? Please know. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the way out. On the way out. On your way out. The E, oh, the N, the man. E, the G, the A, the D, the E. It's Renegade. Yeah, ding dong. Renegade culture. Yeah, okay. Boom. We'll be back. Anyway. <laughs>
come out with his theme song. We hate his theme song. Love it. Love it. It keeps the people coming back. Yes. They want to hear that. Everybody. You're coming back to turn it off. <laughs> Two one two. You listening to the most powerful, what? controversial, <laughs> hard hitting, true political podcast on the planet. Preach, brother. And we don't give a ah. Yes, oh, I I've been working. I, I did an echo that time. I've been, now now, now <laughs> self conscious. Now yeah. self conscious. Right. Yeah, you know, even James Brown needed to do like, it to come drop the joint on him. Uh, we we'll let do your thing right. right now. Anyway, my man Echo's in the place to be. Oh, there you go. Little <laughs> side knocker. I mean, Knock up. Echo, a good name. All in favor is Echo, the new name. After the show, it's going to be done. It's Comment done. Under, the, under this joint it's right now. It's done here. after the show. And if you think Echo is Knock up, you know I'm going to come for you. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sound man said it sounds good. He the sound man. He should know what sound is. So anyway, my man Echo's in the building. We got. Congresswoman, the People's Congresswoman, sitting That's your right. kidney in the building. One and only. You know what I mean? And I apologize for saying former because you're actually not the former. Because of the fact that when we talk about uh, Obama or Clinton or uh, what's the other, uh, Carter or... They always uh, get the designation. They're still president. They're still, yeah. It's, yeah. it's never former president, yeah. such and such, or whatever. Yeah. They do that with Carter sometimes. Yeah, well, Carter, yeah they didn't like Carter sometimes. Carter don't go along with the script no That's more. That's true. He, he's like the outli- yeah, outlier he, of the book. Nobody told him that you can't just say what you want to do. He's like, oh, right. Yeah. You know, he old. He's like, he I may care. be a liberal, but I'm an earnest liberal. That's right. I believe in my liberalism. Yeah, yeah. They might give Carter props. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all the uh, all the folks out there that's putting in this work. Um, Congresswoman. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, Dr. Congresswoman. Um, Right now, it's a lot going on on an international scale. We're going to want to talk local politics Mm -hmm. in a little while. But I want to jump into some of this whole, these deep state politics because we know there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of folks afraid to say who really runs runs this, 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 this circuit apparatus. Right. This this machine. Um, You being a member of Congress... uh, Multiple times. That's mm-hmm. right. You've seen um, some things. You've seen, so you've seen things that those of us from the outside can only imagine talk about. Seeing. Yeah, and imagine. Right. And we talk in, in sometimes rooms, people, people, people claim we talk in conspiratorial terms. But we, we talk about things that we think are happening because we read them or mm-hmm. we've, we've heard other people. Right. But you are, you're like an insider view of the apparatus that runs international yeah. affairs, different apparatuses. So what is your view of like deep state politics? And the word is getting kicked around a lot today anyway, right? Yeah. So what is your view both internationally and domestically around what is deep what is the deep state? 
Okay. First of all, um, <clears throat> I think this is a conversation that all young people and people who uh, don't really pay attention to politics a whole lot, uh, this is the conversation that they need to at least listen to and be aware of so that they can understand that there's a public state and there's a deep state. Mm -hmm. And the public state is that state that consists of all of these public officials for whom we cast our votes. And then the deep state are the unseen, unnamed, never mentioned individuals. They are individuals though, hmm. who are able to leverage state power for their own usually pecuniary purposes. Mm -hmm. So having uh, said that, um, the father of the phrase or the term deep state is Peter Dale Scott, Dr. Peter Dale Scott, okay. who was a Berkeley professor, actually in English, but mm -hmm. the assassination of President Kennedy so struck him that he began to research how could such a thing happen? How could, in the United States, we could have a president who is executed in public in broad open daylight? And what were the forces that all came together for that particular moment in November of 1963? Hmm. By way of an aside, I also have this shirt on to uh, remind us that Julian Assange actually has been, you could say, basically incarcerated in the Ecuadorian embassy in London more days than JFK was able to serve as president. Wow. Okay, so um, Peter Dale Scott is the father of the term and the studies. Mm -hmm. Peter Dale Scott served on my dissertation committee, I'm very proud to mm -hmm. say, and I attempted to use the WikiLeaks uh, documents so that I could understand how the deep state was moving against Hugo Chavez when he was elected president mm -hmm. of Venezuela. Okay, so you combine um, the work of Peter Dale Scott and then the, you're from Connecticut, and there's a University of Connecticut professor, Dr. Peter Turchin, who looks at operations of the deep state and he says that after a period of boom then what happens is the deep state fractures because there's not enough positions that these newly these new entrants into the deep state are able to be satisfied so there's only so many seats on the supreme court there's only so many uh, members of Congress. So there's only so many goodies mm -hmm. that can be had. Mm -hmm. And so then the deep state <clears throat> fractures. What I see happening in the United States now is that there was a time when there was a single unified deep state. That deep state then um, uh, began to fracture. And what we are now witnessing with the intense um, Basically, warfare that's going on in the United States is the various factions of the U.S. deep state are now fighting each other. Mm -hmm. So I have names that I have called these various factions. So one of the factions, I call them the Pilgrims. Pilgrims. And that, that should mean something. Mm -hmm. And then the other faction that is sort of opposite 
the pilgrims is the Ziocons. And so that would be our Zionist neocon uh, um, uh, uh, people. Mm -hmm. Well, tell us who what have the pilgrims been, are. Tell us who the pilgrims are. The, the pilgrims are not them. <laughs> <laughs> and so you've got, um, so you could look at um, some of the presentations, for example, from Dr. Steve Pachinik mm -hmm. online, and he very clearly uh, points out who's who. Mm -hmm. So okay, so then uh, what the uh, Ziocons were able to do is they were able to buy off enough of the pilgrims so that they could become the dominant faction within the U.S. deep state. And on certain things, all of the factions agreed. So if it was suppression of African independence, they all agreed. Mm -hmm. If it was uh, going to war, they all agreed. Mm -hmm. And if it's going to particular wars, like the war against Iraq and Iran and all of these, you know, Syria, Yemen, all of the uh, subsequent wars, um, you can uh, see their mm -hmm. genesis in the writings of the Project for a New American Century, for mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... <clears throat> Now we've got the pilgrims and we've got the Ziocons, but then Trump comes along. So the, the pilgrims think that they are represented by Donald Trump and the Ziocons are represented by Hillary Clinton. That's what we think. But Donald Trump comes in and he empowers another faction of the Ziocons. And so that's how you get the Russian interfe interference but that's, I mean, it's a ruse, and right. it's, it's, you know, it's really not. It's politics by slogan mm -hmm. and not by evidence. Mm -hmm. So that's what we have now. But So we've got these three factions that are fighting to gain control of the apparatus of the state mm -hmm. of the United States of mm -hmm. America. Now, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. That means control over the nuclear arsenal. So who's going to be able to put their finger on the nuclear button? Hmm. This is something that's worth fighting for and they are fighting for mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And then who is able to loot the United States of its remaining assets? Mm -hmm. As was done by the a certain group of people who went into uh, well, it was Gorbachev's Soviet Union, Boris Yeltsin's Russia. Mm -hmm. And they were able to become oligarchs mm -hmm. because they were able to loot Russia. And the reason that Putin is hated so much is because he's taking back those state assets. Mm -hmm. Now, so the United States, even though people talk about the deficit and... Um, the you know inability of the United States to pay its bills. The United States is very wealthy, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there's a lot to be looted if your intention is to loot. Yes. In fact, what has happened since 2008, and of course this was aided and abetted by President Obama, hmm. um, is that you've had a complete switch in terms of the ownership of the Fortune 500 companies in the United States so that 
there was a time before 2008 when the quote unquote bailout happened that uh, certain individuals and organizations were the majority shareholders in those co corporations. Now today, as a result of the work that's been done by the university, a university in the Netherlands, I can't remember the name of the university, but they do, I believe, um, Corp Watch. Mm -hmm. And what they found is that three financial institutions now control the vast majority of the wealth on, on Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Three. Mm -hmm. So basically what has happened is that we've had a change in the ownership mm -hmm. of Financial USA. Mm -hmm. wow. And yeah. that, of course, should be accompanied by a change in the political yeah. management mm -hmm. of the U.S. And that's what's being fought yeah. over net right now. So everything yeah. that you've been told, uh, just don't pay attention to it. <laughs> it's all lies. Whether it's CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, Fox, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I see it's that, all uh, lies. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think there's a political and corporate class that I agree with you has been fractured probably since Clinton in a way um, in a way that's been they've been unable to sort of keep it together right they they've never to keep it together they even sort of kept it together a little bit during civil rights times but I think that's where the, the fissures really opened up um, where there's more liberal globalist streak and some of the managers was like look we can get that money too just open it up let enough folks in talk about things like equality, equity, diversity, now the, the big word today. Um, yeah, equity is the big word today. Mm -hmm. we, we, we can get that money too. We can keep it, we can let a certain amount in. Right. And the people who, I, I, there might be a similar, you, you might refer to them as the pilgrims, but like the sort of the neoconservatives or just the right-wingers or just the overt racists, right? Who are like, we like things the way they are. What we don't, we like capitalism, but we don't like a capitalism that takes away sort of a working class value. And I think this is where the Steve Bannons in the world are on, where they like capitalism, but they want to control capitalism, where they don't feel as if all white people are being depressed and being replaced in the economy and in the country. Um, and that's, the, that's their sort of base of support, which they think Trump, in his own way, whether or not he's a perfect representation of that, he represents getting that back in their minds, right? And I think these globalist folks are just like, no, we like this international trade. We don't care about anybody except for like looting, mm -hmm. looting the purse for all of our That's purposes. Right. That's um, right. And there's this fight in between. And unfortunately, we're like on the sidelines because we don't got enough, you know, the, the strength or guns or do whatever. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So the the question is, in the end, where are we? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where do we fit into this? And mm -hmm. what kind of politics should we adopt? so that we can maximize our impact in a system that has basically uh, uh, made us irrelevant. That's right. That's right. So you listen, we, yeah. you listen to Renegade Coach Podcast. And my man Knocker's on the board. Shout out to Knocker. We at Playback Sounds. That's right. We at uh, People's Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney over here. She's talking about what's going on with... Uh, these pilgrims and Zyacons <laughs> and a few other folks. Give you know what I'm saying? Inside stuff. The inside scoop. She said, don't trust anybody like we said back in the day. <laughs> um, now is the point where I cuss. Fuck CNN, CNBC, <laughs> um, you know, uh, AJC, you know what I mean? Uh, and a few other cats mm -hmm, or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, and you can throw Trump, Obama, and Clinton in the same pot, That's melt right. them up, and you're still going to have nothing but 
uh, representatives of yeah. a particular small Two state. Two sides of the same coin, as they say, right? Yes, yeah, they're yes, just replacing, yes. replacing one with the other. No right? doubt, no doubt. And neither one of them run anything. Mm. Listen to Renegade Coaching. We are not sponsored by George Soros and anybody else. True. So we'll, we'll get busy in a few minutes. Gate coach in the building. Gunshot selector. Yes. Oh, you're going to throw out all the sound effects. Yeah, all the sound right. effects. Right. Right. We just start getting sound effects yeah, about right. five, six shows ago. I feel like we paid yeah, for yeah. a lot more, yeah. but you know. Yeah. <laughs> we held back with the sound effects. Yeah. Like. We're down there to get some sound effects, <laughs> some water. You know what I mean? Um, you Lay know, back. Yeah, all that. We listen to Renegade Culture. Um, your favorite podcast in the whole goddamn world. That's you right. <laughs> Perhaps the universe. I think the universe. I think the universe, yeah, too. I think yeah. that's the Martians. Uh, they listening right now. That's right. They like, in the Yo. universe, is Pluto a planet or you know, is it, it not? You know, we were in school, Pluto was a planet. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Then it became a hunk of junk. <laughs> now I don't know what it is. Right? They, well, they say maybe it's a planet again. Man, you know, but listen, listen. I told it you, man. Changing. The white man colder than Antarctica, man. I'm saying they can, they can actually say there's a planet one day, and then the next day it's just a rock. Yeah. And we all start following. Yeah, it's like cool. We don't need no science. But I got to argue with my daughter. Yeah, okay, word. I got to argue with my daughter one time because I didn't know the Pluto was a planet. Like, it's nine planets. They're not nine planets. So listen, I made you, and there was nine planets before I made you. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Pluto's not a planet. Like, like what is Pluto? A dog on uh, <laughs> a dog on Mickey Mouse. I'm like, okay, cool. So anyway, so speaking about the white man's ability to change things around, segue, 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 right? Yes. Um, yeah. Our sister Cynthia is coming out with a new book entitled "How the U.S. Creates Shithole Countries." Hold up, did you just say how the U.S. do what? Creates shithole countries, and Cynthia. that's a famous. But well, actually, quote. there's an asterisk. Where the eye goes. Oh, an asterisk. I can't so read that. I can't read that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. 
<laughs> I mean, okay. I'm going to use it like the white man used it. He said shithole. He said shithole. Small hand said yes. shithole. Did, yeah. did he say shithole? He did. That, that was the president, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's president. That was your president. Yeah. 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 Shithole country. He so said shithole country. He right? said a whole lot of things. He's also talking about grabbing by some such and yeah. such. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that wasn't the name of the book. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that wasn't the name of the book either. It's been kind of confusing me trying to... Uh, <laughs> trying to explain that, like, son, but, you don't actually do that. Trump but speaking that. of which, like, in terms of this deep state and U.S. intervention and he- hegemony across across yeah. the, the the world, yes. Um, what what is your book about? I mean, tell the viewers, give the listeners, and so forth an inside view about why you use that quote and what is it that you're trying to get across in the book. Hmm. Well, I guess the main thing I wanted to get across was the fact that. Countries around the world are the way they are, um, uh, not because, how can I say, they're the way they are because out external forces mm-hmm. sort right. of mm-hmm. force them to be that way. Yeah, yeah. U.S. foreign policy and not yeah. Western foreign policy, right? Um, yes. Everything from slavery to colonialism. Financial aid. To financial aid, yeah. To like dollarism, as Malcolm used yeah. to say. Yeah. So all that stuff to sort of neocolonialism, all that stuff and all yes. the international institutions. That's right. Which keep these countries beholden to Western right. interests, right? So, That's yeah. right. So like actually in my classes, I teach undergraduate political science. I also teach uh, MBA students like uh, leadership but um, for the political science students I give them a heavy dose of colonialism, neocolonialism so that they can understand how to decolonize right, their minds right, right, right. and um, the perils of a, sort of what intellectual dependency. Mm-hmm. And we so, talked last week about the Congo Mm. Um, as being a, a country that is not only going through a lot of devastation, yes. but one that's also impacted by these some of these same issues that you've been talking about. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Um, and I know that we had talked about Kabila, Lawrence Kabila. We, like, do you want to that's expand right. a little and bit? So, yeah, we um, mentioned Congo. And Congo, there's a chapter in the book on Congo. Oh, okay. But there's also a chapter in the book on the Philippines. Mm. And um, I've got... Uh, Jose Maria Sisson, who is like the revolutionary, the Asian revolutionary, who is the, um, uh, the I don't want to say colleague, but the contemporary mm-hmm. of Franz Fanon <coughs> and uh, Paolo Freire. And so you've got Jose Maria Sisson there, and he's from the Philippines. And so we've got a chapter on Puerto, uh, Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. We've got a chapter on uh, Congo, Venezuela, and we've got authentic uh, writers who have written about the U.S. foreign policy and how it makes those particular countries mm-hmm. as sh- t- <laughs> whole right. countries. Right, right, right. You think one of the reasons part of this split is around with, with <coughs> like say that the globalists and what I'm going to call either neoconservatives or, or the white poli- well the po- yeah, populists the, yeah the populists the populist yeah. versus the globalists yeah is over yeah. sort of like Trump shaking up again US foreign policy and being yeah. not changing necessarily but just being so overt around yeah. sort of like no niceties around this is what we yeah. do this is who we are yeah. and they prefer to cover right they yeah. prefer yeah. that people think that the US is somehow working for democracy or human right. rights they like right. that as a cover. They don't like right. the sort of raw right. politic of it all. Right. 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 And, and I appreciate uh, basically what Trump is doing as a disruptor because 
if the system is rigged and the swamp needs to be drained, mm -hmm. then you've got to disrupt everything. Mm -hmm. right. And that's what uh, the, the, the function that Trump is serving right now. I want everything to be disrupted. Mm -hmm. Just right. mash it up. Yeah, yeah he's a very special uh, special person. <laughs> and and we're, we're happy to have him in office. And I know sometimes we say that. People are like, how would you be happy to have Trump in office? Because of the fact that we were uh, here in the States, you know, with Obama, the, the folks didn't see AFRICOM, they didn't see mm. the drones, they didn't see um, how sneaky and conniving that he was. So you needed, uh, he brought that, uh, brought white supremacy and, and, and so on and so forth. Some of these other folks from uh, these Israeli Zionists, so on and so forth, brought them to the forefront. And then along comes Trump to finish it's, the job yeah it's very clear now i mean yeah. I, I think the actors are very clear so oh, for absolutely. example you can get uh people should be wondering okay so now what is this deep state doing say for example in the state of georgia mm -hmm. right and yes, who yes. is the deep state and what is the deep state doing in florida i mean mm -hmm. does it penetrate below the level of the federal government does it come all the way down here to my next door neighbor well honestly yes it does yeah yeah and so um it's it's it we should not take for granted that george soros is an individual who finances and orchestrates color revolutions around the world mm -hmm. so now why is george soros playing in georgia why is George Soros playing in Florida? What's his goal, and how does that goal um, uh, fit with our goals, or do we even have any goals? Mm -hmm. Now, when you say he's playing in Georgia and Florida, um, let me play Cracker's Advocate. Are you suggesting <laughs> that uh, these two black candidates that are running for within the governor's race that everybody's yeah. all hyped up about, are they sponsored by Soros? Or? Yeah, well, of course, you can't get a million and a half dollars into the Georgia Democratic Party mm -hmm. um, on behalf of uh, Stacey Abrams for nothing. Yeah. Mm. So and this is, this is uh, so you got, and then you get uh, about the same figure in Florida with Gillum. So now is that something that we should say, okay, we made this happen? Right. Did we make it yeah. happen? Right. And so, so we have to get to an understanding of how the deep state operates so we can know who owns our candidates. Wow. So if our candidates are not owned by us, then who's, who, whose are they? Yeah. And if they aren't ours, then what, do we, what demands do we make? Mm -hmm. But you see, during the time of oh, 2008, when I just happened to be running under the Green Party ticket for president of the United States, people were saying, oh, no, we can't make any demands of Obama. We can't mm -hmm. tell him he's got to do this for the black community. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Which is the he's exact the yeah. antithesis of the way politics is supposed to be yeah. practiced. Absolutely. Let's just celebrate the idea that we got this first in here and be happy. And I think that's part, I mean, I, th I think one of the most important po points that you're bringing up is that people want to be so happy when they see liberal politicians get in without, like when you say we, like what is it that, what, like you said, what are our goals, what are our demands, right. as opposed to just being happy because a black face is in 
or because their politics are slightly less antagonistic than Uh the sort of overt politics of conservatives. Because it doesn't mean for our community that it moves the dial any, right? It doesn't mean our community changes. Um, And and I don't want to say that it doesn't make a difference who's in, because I think it does make a difference in terms of certain things. But it also does not mean that it's the fulfillment of liberation or even a certain opening for freedom. It's like a captured by a different politics. Well, I mean, you know, if you look at the citizens of the city of Atlanta, well, I, you know, it's been a long time since I've been home. And Simpson Road looks the same as it did when I left. So now Simpson Road doesn't have to look like that, Mm -hmm. but it does. Mm -hmm. And that goes to the commitment of the representation of the people who vote along for that representative and on, that is doing nothing on Simpson Road. Right, right, right. But it made a big difference for uh, going down Martin Luther King Jr. Drive and who was able to get even an 1868 black church built by freed slaves demolished. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you want to say yeah, yeah. that it's important I say it's more important for us to have a policy objective mm-hmm. and we don't care who gives it to us as long as we get yeah. what we demand. Now, I think Atlanta's the perfect example. You've had mere black mirror after black mirror after black mirror and it's right. under that leadership. For 40 years. Yeah, it's under that leadership that the city has become gentrified, that the, popul- the black population is now below or at 50% and only going lower, that like housing prices are out of control, communities are being gentrified. And black folks still powerless. And black folks are still powerless, but that people are so still now, happy about this black So now office. what, yeah. So this is the epitome of the politics of the individual. Mm-hmm. And the politics of the individual don't work when it's a whole community that needs uh, redress. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, in my community, which is a historic Collier Heights community, we've got people who grew up in Collier Heights, but now uh, the homes pass to family members. And, of course, you know, Collier Heights was premier at one point. Mm. But the family members cannot even uh, keep the... Uh, manicured lawns and every, you know do, cannot afford the upkeep mm-hmm. because we've practiced the politics of the individual and not the politics of a community empowerment. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, even within our families, we have this this tremendous wealth inequality, yeah. this um, uh, lack of balance. Right. So we have got to do things differently. And politics is not about having a representative. Everybody can have a representative, but we've got to have some representation for our values and our policy agenda. Right. So I think that at this stage in the game, it's safe to say that we're caught up in um, in the color. It's like we are happy to see black faces in high places. Uh, We got about two minutes. Stacey Abrams is running for governor of Georgia alongside um, Kemp, Kemp, uh, another overtly racist uh, individual. where where has Stacy been? What 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 is her um, for the the folks who are just coming to Georgia and are hearing all the hype around the, around the country around the world about this this natural sister that's running for office? What what's her history as far as you know? Well, what I would ask people to do is to get to know everybody who warrants your vote, 
And I don't mean know them in terms of what you see in a 30-second soundbite, because that's not knowing anything. But find out what's the legislative background. What are the policies that this person pursued? When they had the opportunity to write public policy, what did they do for you? Right. What did you do for me? Or as, uh, who was it said, is your life better uh, today than it was four years ago? Reagan. Okay, Reagan. so, you know. You know, there's a bad day in America. We quote Reagan. Reagan <laughs> Coach's podcast. We got, we got Reagan. Shout out to my man Killer Mike. He got a song about Reagan. And, and one, of his songs, songs ever, one of his songs, he said, I'm glad Reagan did. Yeah. So that, you know, I, I can unite with, uh, with, with Killer Mike around that particular issue. You know what I'm saying? He lived a great life. Uh, Ronald Reagan, <laughs> he's no good in California's governor, and he's definitely no good with these Reaganomics. We're here with the Congresswoman, People's Congresswoman, Cynthia McKinney. We're going to be back in a few seconds. You listen to Renegade Culture. Renegade. Kalanji Jamachanga, alongside my man. Kamal K. Franklin. Now known as Echo. We're in the building. Yo! Oh, We're going right to this break. That was a setup, Naka. That was a setup. <laughs> No cable TV, no internet, no flow Don't in the ghetto No tell me seminar, make it no sense so call me no Don't in the ghetto A one thing we know about, cause we know that me no Don't in the ghetto Yo, don't in the ghetto I Five and we have to sleep in a one room Be a don't I do, never have no bathroom Never know nothing about no selling a phone TV if you watch cartoon And if uh, one phone arises I'm for shame for everybody I'm for satisfying cause mama never have it Couldn't see a style I'm gonna rob it No way, that's not my habit Not because we grow Don't in the ghetto No band come see no cable TV No internet no flow Don't in the ghetto No tell me seminar Make it not Make it not What's happening? What's happening? Oh, we back again. Renegade culture hitting it hard. Man, come out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Balagoon. He, That's he, true. He admired your tan. You know I what know. Saying? My man said that I looked a little darker. <laughs> yes, so, brother. Man. You do. I wanted. I'm and like, he's man. right though. But he's right. You but know take what I'm a saying? take a vacation. I see how much darker. You know, I'm a little dark brown, brother. You know what I'm saying? We don't know nothing about What's that. What's going on? Y'all hate me. Anyway, hate, hate. we still with you, No, man. I want to give you an To the listeners, he is black. But anyway. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I want to give you an opportunity to correct something. I was born week. black. I, I live black. black. <laughs> I would die probably because of black. I mean, the Nike thing. That was stuck in my head. I forgot What's about that. What was the Nike thing? We got to correct what Nike stands for. Oh, yeah. Nike stood for, uh, Nike was victorious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The goddess of victory. Was, that's God it. victory. I thought that it was the god of war. But still, F Nike because. Oh, that's true, though. We don't care about like we, anyway. pro we pro, you know, the Kaepernick. whole Kaepernick support. Yeah. But of course, as we mentioned last week, you know, what I mean, Nike definitely uh, employs child labor. Mm -hmm. um, they had folks in uh, Indonesia working for 14 cents an hour. Mm -hmm. um, also, they are some of them are made inside the prison system. So we don't give a damn about this capitalist remix that he's trying to bust. True, but anyway, true. thank you though for you know oh, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to act like you're down with us. True that. That's a, a, a joy. Thank you. Thank move. you for joining. Play it off like you're really with you. Throw a little money <laughs> Kaepernick's way. He probably yes, needs yes, it right he, now. He may need it, but that's all right. Um, anyway, we're here with uh, the People's Congresswoman, and we're talking guess. about a few different things. And she is not only we got corrected during the uh, 
a congresswoman. Yes. But she's also a mom. She's a, a, a mother. I don't know if she wants to give a shout out to her babies or anything like that. How oh, old are your kids? I only have one son. You have one son? How old is he? He's 30 something. Oh, he ain't no baby. <laughs> he's oh, okay. baby. Well, he's but you know, know what? He's gonna be my baby. Yeah, try to get to a heart by walking the baby to the park. Oh, man, 37 years old. 37 years old. How old is your baby? Your baby, dude. I didn't know. Crack you upside your head. I thought it was a young Hit baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did the baby. He's, he's trying to have a comeback, but that's that's that was a good one, though. That was a great one. Yeah, you know, that's, no, you, you know, know, he's a lawyer. You can't. Ah, yeah, we know. <laughs> see, see? Can't, can't. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> lawyer's a liar. Why did God make snakes first? Because he wanted to practice before he made lawyers. That's what he wanted to do. You know it. Right. We had a few lawyers on here. Um, I would have shot them out, but that wouldn't be right of me. Oh. Um, Wait, which lawyers do we have? We had a few we had, good uh, we had Tiffany. Tiffany, we, yeah. Tiffany's good I'm lawyer. I'm not sure what other lawyer we did have on here. We did have that. another lawyer. Somebody. We had a lawyer. There's so many guests we've had. So we did. Shows, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, whoever like, I know, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just got stunned by that. Who gives a damn about the lawyers? Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so basically you have the book out, the book coming out. Be out How the, the U.S. Month, so. creates yes. S-H-I-T whole US countries. Whole countries. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Okay. We all going to be looking for it. And why don't you tell us how people can follow you or find you on social media? I'm everywhere on the social. So on Facebook, I am face, uh, Cynthia McKinney Official. Make sure you put the official in true, because true. then you'll get a bunch of those other pages. Fake, the fake, the fake, fake ones. Cynthia. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. So Cynthia McKinney Official on Facebook. On Twitter, I'm Cynthia McKinney. On uh, Gab, I am Cynthia McKinney. On Minds, I'm Cynthia McKinney. And on Steam It, I'm Cynthia McKinney. So I'm also into the crypto thing. So Steam It gives you cryptocurrency, Mm -hmm. Steam. And Minds gives you Ethereum. So um, it's a whole different kind of way to organize the socials so that they are not uh, stealing or surveilling you. Right. And getting rich off of your data, mm. but that when you voluntarily enter your data, then you get a reward, mm. and you oh, wow. share in that reward. That's the ba- the foundation of mines and steam it. Tell oh, me wow. the wrong line of work. See, I know. See, Cynthia know how to get money. She That's like, look true. here. Yeah. She said, we take anything. Crypto, food stamps, with <laughs> bottle caps, tops. We don't play no games here. Renegade culture. Going. We about to get down Cynthia because we trying to figure out. I mean, give me the loop. Give me the loop. We on our Biggie Small right now. I, I, Renegade Cynthia. That's we, gonna we, be our name. We might have game. to. Whatever. Long, long as it's gonna bring the loop. We ain't, you know. Well, if it's right Renegade, then we need to go all the way. See, right, I'm all true. in when it comes to Renegade culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, about. Boy, you need to learn twisted. something, son. I already learned. You only got like one social media. You can barely use that. That social media. Uh, you're right, you're right, you're I right. was like, what the hell is Man, he doing trying, on here? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to operate your social media from now. This I tried to help me. him out. He can't, he can't press one button. Wow. <laughs> he ain't used Twitter in like nine years. I'm sorry, years, man. I'm old school. Saying? I'm still out in the streets, y'all. You know, Kamau ain't been know out. You know, I'm, I'm a field brother. My man Kamau, oh, on the other on, hand. Man. I thought I'm got, not going to tell you where he is. I thought he got Trey Sealings. I'm in the house. It's hot out there. I'm in the whips. Don't get no love. Every time you hear my boys. name, Trey I'm always Sealings. the bad guy. You know what I mean? Last time I was out there, he was telling me how he was going to change into the marble countertops. So oh, I was like, oh, who is this dude talking? We got a jockey in the lawn. I know, her. That's 
That's your, and a black one at that. See, you know what I'm saying? You got so a black jacket. It's always the yellow brothers. I don't want to oh, talk man. about, you know what I'm saying? I'm not into colorism or anything. I'm just oh, trying to say. Oh, my God. I'm just trying to say, man, you know. But that's cool, y'all. We give them they, they, they two ounces of melon and they lose it. Oh, <laughs> my God. Lose yeah, it. But anyway. Cynthia, thank you so much for coming yes, on. Yes, we're definitely thank honored. Um, we, we appreciate you. We appreciate yeah. your work on the international level and the fact that you can... Um, you know, that's what we love about our guests. Our guests don't stutter. We ask them about mm-hmm. coming through. They don't, oh, well, what's, uh, who's going to yeah. be there? And, yeah, uh, yeah. What's the link and all that dumb stuff? There's a few guests that uh Let's had. leave it alone, and then they keep it real. <laughs> our guests. Yeah, they do. Our well, favorite guests. To. Our yeah. favorite guests, they keep yeah, it real. Yeah. They a talk about the real politics. Real. Yeah. A couple of them was We're like, not into that, like, liberal, liberal, conservative, or Democrat-Republican divide. It's like right. the politics of the world are bigger than that. Right? That's and exactly that's what we try right. to get across to our folks. Yeah, so also we would like to say, you know, um, you know, we, we mentioned, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. I'd also like to send out a uh, a good, because they, they complained I wasn't cursing, a good fuck you to Kemp. Oh, okay. hey, talking, about, talking about uh, sending the illegals back. If you're going to send the illegals back, you should start with the people in your house. Yeah, because you of go. the fact that this country was raided, That's right. pilfered, wow. stolen, stolen, and the whole nine. And no one... Uninvited you. That's right. In fact, I'm gonna nat- go out as Echo. The, yes. my name. Go ahead, brother. Preach it. <laughs> the natives of this land. The That's natives right. of this land actually invited you all Didn't for invite meals you. and gave you things and so on and so forth. But and you so were grateful. So anyway, um, um, shout out to shout out, um, all the freedom fighters. All freedom fighters. Who are out there out doing what they needed to do. All right, doing it. Right. Right. Renegade. Renegade. Culture. 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 We out. <laughs>